We are here today at Oasis Yoga Studio with Alyssa Manning, who is happy to teach us a, um, a guest flow targeting core, chaturanga, and making sure you're moving intentionally and um, functionally through uh, a really complicated pose. I'm gonna hand it over to Alyssa. The key word here, guys, is intentional. So take that one little nugget of inspiration and we'll get started. So Carly, would you please lay on your back with your head facing this direction and your feet facing that direction? So intentional, guys. And, and here's what I wanna tell you to begin, is that your body is not the same as your neighbor's body. Your body is not the same as even your sibling's body. Your body is not the same as anybody else's. So if you don't have the ability and the facility to feel what's happening in your body, I want you to go slower and scale way, way back. So just to start your practice, Carly, will you take Supta Baddha Konasana or Recline Butterfly? You'll bring your feet together to touch and you'll spin your knees open to the side. And take your hands to your belly or your heart or both and start to breathe. So as we get into this energizing practice today, and we start to look at what your anatomy is like, what your body is like, I want you to be able to breathe. Because if you're not intentional with your breath, then you're not gonna be intentional with the rest of your body. So let your belly balloon with your inhale. Take an open mouth exhale and let everything out. Do that again, inhale so that your side bodies get really broad and expansive. And take an open mouth exhale and surrender your spine to the floor. One more time, big huge inhale all the way, belly, chest, throat, cheeks, and then exhale out completely. Start to seal your lips for ujjayi pranayam. And all that means is that you have a vibrational quality to your breath. So you can feel your vocal cords vibrate, you can feel the air moving through your sinus cavities, through your esophagus, into all five lobes of your lung. And even if you did nothing else for this entire practice, this type of breath, the stimulation of your vagus nerve, it's what helps decrease anxiety, it's what helps to alleviate depression, it's what allows you to live a more conscious and fulfilled life. Okay, so in this position, as you continue to breathe, with your knees out to the sides, notice how your low back is lifted from your mat. So the lumbar curve, your low back, becomes more accentuated. And the front of your hip bone points kind of spin forward towards your toes. That's essentially a very um, subtle anterior tilt of your pelvis. And I want you to lock that word in a little bit into your brain, what anterior tilt is, what posterior tilt is, so you can understand where your neutral is. Now take your knees together, bring them into your chest. And take a little rock side to side. So as you rock side to side, you can feel your entire spinal column surrender into your mat. Notice how here your low back is completely flush with your mat. And this is an example of more of a posterior tilt or spinal flexion. We'll take a little stretch to start. So take both of your knees over to the left for modified supine twist. You're gonna feel a big stretch through the right side of your body. And just let your right shoulder be as heavy as you can possibly make it. So you feel your whole right side, your right outer hip and your right outer thigh 
find some space and some length. And you're right back into your conscious and aware breath. Together, one more inhale, make it big and a full exhale so you soften and surrender. Take your knees back over your hips and find happy baby pose. So you can reach for your hamstrings or you can reach for your feet. It really doesn't matter which. And feel a little draw and lengthening of your low back back towards the ground. So from your tailbone through the back of your upper shoulders, there's a consistency of your spine into the mat. And if you want to rock and sway side to side here, do that too. This goes back into your intuition, back into how this feels for your body, knowing that you are completely unique to anyone else. We'll take modified supine twists to the other side. So knees come together to touch. Allow your knees to fall to the right. And then just let your left shoulder fall heavy to the earth too. With each passing breath, notice the shift in your body. Notice the shift in your energy. And notice the change in perspective. Okay, one more inhale together. And let it go, let it out. All right, bring your knees back over your hips. This time we're gonna take some core work. So for a moment, place your feet on the ground and your knees can be hips distance apart or they can be together. It just depends on if you're pronated or supinated. It also depends on the position of your pelvis. But don't worry about those terms too much. I just want you to feel what feels better for you. Knees together and knees apart and then go there. And we're gonna take a little bit of rocking of your pelvis forward and back. So for a moment, press your low back all the way to the floor. Notice how the front of your hip bone points come closer to the bottom of your navel. And see if you do that, if you can flatten out your belly so there's almost a scoop of the low belly flesh up and in. And from there, see if you can also lift your pelvic floor. Your pelvic floor is smooth muscle that aligns in a multitude of different directions. So you have to think about squeezing all the tissue from the back of your sits bones and above all the way to the front of your pubic bone and below. So squeeze in laterally from right to left, squeeze in front to back from pubic bone to sits bones, and squeeze in also cross angle. So um, make an X of your pelvic floor as well and scoop all of that in, squeeze and suck it into your low belly. Okay, we'll take the opposite tilt. So release your low back from the floor, create a little bit of space underneath it and make the hip creases become a little bit more pronounced. That's an anterior tilt of your pelvis. Do it again, tilt your pelvis the other direction so your low back falls flat. This is spinal flexion. And then tilt your pelvis forward slightly, uh-huh, anterior tilt, and you come past neutral into spinal extension. One more time, belly in and flat, low back down, your hip bone points slide up. And then one more time, take the opposite end, the opposite bookend. Okay, come into a neutral pelvis. 
So hopefully you felt a little bit of heat building in your low belly band when you were tilting your pelvis under, and then you're feeling the release of that when you came back past neutral to extension. I wanna try to find that same power and the same engagement of your deep core as we take some of this core exercise. So this is what we're gonna do, Carly. Take your hands to the front of your hip bone points, slide your fingertips in about an inch closer to the center of your body, and then slide your fingertips down just slightly towards your legs. So what I want you to do is let your low belly be as flat as you can possibly get it. Hug the front of your ribs in towards the center line so you feel the top of your abdominal box start to squeeze and hug in. And then see if you can keep that same fire, but lift your right foot slightly off the floor. So notice how your right knee is over your right hip and your right heel is in line with your right knee. Then all you're going to do is bring your right knee slightly forward of your right hip about an inch. As you exhale, right where your fingers are, squeeze your belly in and down and bring your right knee back over your hip. Can you feel that? You should feel heat. Inhale as you bring the knee forward an inch and exhale as you bring the knee back an inch. Do it again, inhale and exhale. One more time, inhale and exhale, bring it back in. Great, now hold your knee right here. So your right knee is over your right hip. Take your hands behind your head. Instead of your elbows wide, turn your elbows up towards the ceiling. Here's the important part. Keep your ribs in and down. So the front of your rib cage nests in and it tilts slightly down towards your belly. Now lift your head, neck and shoulders up, but push your head back into your palms. This is great right here, a little tiny lift. Cool, now you're gonna curl your ribs up and over, yeah. That's it. As if there was a drill press underneath your low belly, hug your low belly in and down towards the floor and take another little curl of your ribs. Good, inhale back off like 5% and then exhale, curl up one inch. Yes, that's it, inhale and exhale, curl. Two more, take a breath in, exhale, curl. One more time, inhale and exhale, curl. Good, 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 hold five, four, three, two. Lower your right foot down to the floor, lower your head, lower your neck, and see if you can have more of a breath throughout your whole body. Breath through your, your core, your low belly, your middle belly, your upper chest. And then just notice the shift. There should be some heat, some charge, some activation that just happened in your body. Okay, we're gonna come to the left leg lifting now, and it's just the leg. It's not your head, your neck, your shoulders. Your left foot lifts off the mat. Your left knee is in line with your left hip. So let's cue back into the deep abdominals to start. From the front of your hip bone points, if you slid your fingertips in an inch and down an inch, you can connect, you can feel your deep TA, your transverse abdominus start to turn on. And here's a key. If you can't feel it turn on, just cough really quick. Yes, do it again, cough really quick, yes. That's the muscle that picks up and flattens. That's your TA, your transverse abdominus, and that's what you wanna to connect to when you engage your deep core, your abdominals. All right, we're gonna utilize that part of your body. Take your knee forward of your hip just slightly, and as you exhale, use the muscle to bring your left knee over your left hip. Good, just like that. Take an inhale, move it slightly forward, and exhale, bring your knee back. Amazing, you guys. Inhale, a little bit forward with the knee, and exhale, pull it back. You've got two more times. Take an inhale and exhale. Keep the low belly flatter, 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 flatter. Take an inhale one more time 
and exhale, pull the knee back in. Okay, hold the shape with your leg. Hands back behind your head. Carve your elbows in so that you can settle your rib cage down. But the key is to lift your chin off your chest. So press your skull back into your hands. Lift your head, neck, and shoulders just a little bit off the floor. Perfect. Now keep your low belly taut. Keep it hollow. Keep it connected all the way up and underneath the front of your rib cage. So squeeze it in really tightly. Now little tiny curls, five times. Lift. Back up a little bit. Lift again. Good. Inhale, back off. Exhale, lift, and then inhale, back off. Exhale, lift, that's it. Inhale, back off, exhale, lift. And just one more time for good measure. Exhale, good, five, four, three, two, one. You did it, good job. Release, okay, yeah, and let's do that. Take your legs straight forward in front of you, reach your arms straight back behind you, and just let your whole body start to lengthen. So we are purposely creating a shape in your body where your knees were over your hips in hip flexion. We wanna create the same core stability that we just found, even when your legs are long like this, even when your hips are in extension. So remember that, bookmark the heat that you created in your deepest line of abdominals, because we're going to utilize that when we get into our flow, we're gonna utilize it when we get into chaturanga breakdown too. Great, pull your knees into your chest. And then use your whole spine to rock forward and back. You'll join me when you're ready in tabletop. Okay, so when we were on your back, we talked about the pelvic tilt, the anterior tilt and the posterior tilt. Now I want you to find that right now. And what that is, is cat-cow variation. So we're gonna take it slow to start. Take cow pose and let the front of your body open. So this is the anterior tilt of your pelvis. You'll notice a broadening of your sits bones wide. You'll notice how your low belly kind of hangs lower towards the floor and your chest and your collarbones open and your lumbar curve became more accentuated. Now find cat pose. So the counter movement of your pelvis, the tilt of your pelvis under. Okay, now back into that big strong core abdominal transverse abdominus heat. So scoop out your low belly like you had an ice cream scoop, scoop all the flesh out. Push from the mat, press from the mat, and round your spine so the little spiny processes on the back have more space between them and you find a bridge all the way through the back of your body. Now just move between the two on your own. And back into the intuitive part of your practice so that you start to identify what engages in either position, what disengages in either position, and most importantly, how you can stay connected, present, and conscious through the bookends of movement so you start to identify what your body needs, what your body desires, and what your body can safely do because you are different than anybody else. Come into neutral now. So the neutral spine means that there's still undulations of your spine, your lumbar curve, your thoracic spine, your cervical spine, but it means neutral in that your pelvis is not tilted anteriorly or posteriorly. It's right and neutral. And you should feel then your low belly band. So the TA, your low belly band, in between the hip bone points and just south of there, you should feel it engaged in neutral. You're gonna utilize this shape. Tuck your toes under. And all I want you to do is squeeze your side bodies in and hover your knees slightly off the floor. As you do that, 
Get a little bit tighter so that the front body and the back body flatten together. The side body's squeezing tighter. Your front low rib cage dials in, but the top of your head reaches all the way forward so you create light. And then step your feet back for high plank. If you need support, drop your knees to your mat. Yes. And find the same deep core engagement. So lift your pelvic floor, squeeze your sits bones together. Wrap the front of your hip bone points in towards one another. Keep your side bodies light and bright all the way through the sides of your body, but the front of your rib cage hugs in and tilts slightly down, just ever so slightly. The back of your neck stays extended, downward facing dog, lift your hips and fist, press all the way back. And then take your ritual in downward facing dog. you haven't taken a breath over all that core series that we did, then here's your opportunity to expand your breath, to make this practice customized for you and in your body. Wherever you feel the sensitivity in your hamstrings or in the sides of your body or in your shoulders, you're gonna breathe into it and just notice that it'll shift, it'll move, it'll change over time. Come on to your tippy tippy toes. So lift your heels from your mat as high as you can get them. Notice how your hips shifted higher. Walk your feet to your hands and take a whole lot of time to get there. Take standing forward fold at the top of your mat. Your feet can be any distance apart. So if you have a baby in your belly, walk your feet wider. If you have any mobility restrictions in your hamstrings, walk your feet wider. And just let everything hang to the earth. So there's an upward propensity of the back of the sits bones lifting and a lengthening of your hamstring bundle, your hamstring fibers. But at the same time, there's an extension through your spine. So you're lengthening all the way through the back of your body. Inhale, halfway lift. So just come up halfway and see if you can pull the back tips of the shoulder blades down. The top of your head reaches longer. Exhale, forward fold, belly in as you let your head drop. Do that again, inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, forward fold. And one more time, inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, forward fold. Walk your feet in if you'd like to. Come into mountain pose, stand all the way up. Tadasana, reach your hands up to the ceiling. Take your hands to your heart center, Samasthiti. Close your eyes and let your whole body surrender. As you reach your hands back up to the ceiling mountain pose, turn on your thighs so you feel the fire in the front and the sides of your legs. Exhale, forward fold. Let your body surrender and fall towards the ground. Inhale, halfway lift. Reach the top of your head. Exhale, forward fold. Do that again, mountain pose, all the way up. Extend through your fingertips. Exhale, forward fold, dive from the heart. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, mountain pose. Last time, reach. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, high plank. 
plant your hands and step your feet back. And this is a great place to once more take your knees. And all I want you to do in this position is to tilt your pelvis if you need to, both anteriorly and posteriorly, so you can find neutral. Almost like a miniature cat-cow. And I want you to put your pelvis in neutral where you feel your, your spinal column and the natural curvature of it, but the front low belly band hugs in super tight. And then from here, just come to standing on your knees and we'll break down chaturanga. Okay, so hopefully you feel warm and hopefully you feel ready to work purpose, integrity of your deep core to build strength in your shoulders. And this is what I wanna say about chaturanga, you guys, is that you don't ever need to take a chaturanga in your whole life to have a fabulous yoga class. It is completely unnecessary in a lot of ways. So if you have shoulder impingement, your shoulder injury, or you're rehabilitating, or any of these things, then why don't you take chaturanga out of your toolbox, rehab what needs to be rehabbed, and then maybe revisit later with this type of guidance, okay? If you have been doing chaturanga for years, and perhaps you've been doing it um, or you're creating a shear on your shoulder or pain in your shoulder, then I really want you to think about this, your practice, what you've been doing repetitively, and how maybe this should shift and change. And if you've never done a chaturanga before, it's kind of perfect, because then you can take this type of guidance into your own practice when you're ready and utilize it so that you're constantly discerning what you need individually, not what anybody else is doing around you. So we're gonna take that same uh, modified high plank. So if you come forward onto modified high plank, stay on your knees, you guys. Spread your finger pads wide, and then you're gonna find your pelvis back in neutral. So if you need to take the tiny little tilt of your pelvis forward and back to relocate neutral, that's why we did all that work at the beginning, so you can find the core integrity. Same thing, the squeeze of your side body's in. So everything turns in from the side, it pugs and pulls the sides of your body in, but there's a flattening at your front low core and there's a flattening at your back low core. And then from there, we wanna keep this shape. So you're utilizing the same shape to come into Chaturanga. Now here's a key for those of you guys that have a natural anterior tilt of your pelvis. Yes, just like that. So Carly just did it. If your pelvis is like this usually when you're standing up, your belly is open, your ribs are open, and obviously it wouldn't be this pronounced. It would be more like this. If this isn't a natural tendency for you, there's things that you can do. You can bend your knees. And just by engaging and shortening the hamstring, it allows to help your pelvis come back into more of a neutral shape. Okay, so if you have the anterior tilt and you wanna support yourself in this chaturanga, let's use the hamstrings too. Let's use the hamstring curl so that you can find neutral back in your body. You came out of it a little bit, so just retilt right there. Okay, great. If you don't have the anterior tilt, put your feet on the floor. You don't have to have that. Yeah, you look so much better without that. <laughs> That's hard to hold. <laughs> hard to hold, okay, good. We're gonna keep the same shape. And all I want you to do is look slightly forward because where your gaze goes, your body is gonna go. So you're gonna reach your gaze forward of your body a little bit. When you bend your elbows, take the top heads of your shoulders past the tops of your fingers. So chest forward, chest forward, chest forward, elbows back, elbows back, elbows back, elbows back. Push back up to modified high plank. Whoo, you guys. There's a lot going on in the shoulders for this. It requires a ton of tricep strength. It requires a lot of chest strength, shoulder grip strength, all these things. Here's where you can help yourself in your shoulders. So instead of letting your shoulder blades squeeze on top of your back body, 
she's kind of showing you this, but it would be a dip in between your shoulder blades. Take the side edges of your shoulder blades and squeeze them into your armpit hollows. So you turn on the serratus anterior, the shoulder girdle muscle that adds stability to the shoulders. And then I want you to think about squeezing the upper arm bones into the shoulders at the same time that you tilt the breastbone slightly forward, but you keep the front low rib cage in and down. How's that for like a million things to do all at the same time? Okay, what matters most is your breath. So take an inhale, exhale, chaturanga on your knees. Bend your elbows, take your chest forward. This is plank in motion, elbows back, chest forward, press up to high plank. Good, that's so good, it's so hard. Take an inhale and just stay here. And then open mouth, exhale out. One more knee, I know you got it. Take an inhale. Ribs in and down, exhale, chest forward. Good, that's it, lengthen the back of your neck and then press back up and take child's pose. Knees wide, toes together to touch. The practice of yoga is so varied and beautiful and rich. And it means all sorts of different things. It does not mean chaturangas. It doesn't even mean downward facing dog. Those are two extremely advanced postures that we seem to put in yoga classes repetitively because we think it needs to be there, but it's the farthest thing from the truth. The practice of yoga comes from the development of your breath. The practice of yoga comes from the shift in consciousness where you get out of your head and into your heart. And it's these types of things that allow us to live a connected life that's not overstimulated, that's not overwhelming, that's much more nourished and receiving. So let your belly fall. Allow your chest to fall. And feel free to rock your forehead side to side. So you put a little bit of release through the brow, through the wrinkles of your forehead. Come back up to tabletop. Bring your feet forward in front of you for seated forward fold. Reach your hands up to the ceiling. And if you do that and you feel that your pelvis tilts back in a posterior tilt, then what I want you to do is bend your knees a lot and lift your fingers back up so that you can keep your pelvis in neutral. And then from there, just reach your, your chest forward, your fingers forward. Yeah, you can take your hands to the sides of your legs, you can take your hands to the sides of your feet, it doesn't matter. See though, if you can rebalance the sacral iliac joint, so the uh, low back but beyond, so in between the back of the pelvis, there's a diamond joint of the back of the pelvis. There's a lot of neural pathways that go through there. So this type of release and surrender through the hamstrings, through the SI joint, through the low back, will allow you to move, will allow you to breathe, will focus the deep, deep sheet of fascia that lines the back of your pelvis all the way up to the back of your rib cage. And then just take a little lift with your chest as you inhale and fold forward, let your head fall, let your chin fall, just make this more restorative. Yes, love that. So like we found in the cat shape, there's an extending and a lengthening of the whole back of your body. And all you're gonna do is come on back up. So with what your body needs, either a flat spine, you'll reach all the way up to the ceiling, and then find the intentional posterior tilt. So tilt your pelvis 
Use the deep core, the deep TA between the hip bone points and just below. Keep your belly flat and articulate your spine all the way down. Yeah, that's it. Good, 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 good. All the way down and take Shavasana. We'll be here for a few moments. And this is time for you that you can never get back again. Time for you to feel the effects of your strength so that you can choose wholeheartedly the surrender. Today I leave you with love from my own heart. The chant of Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu. And what it loosely translates to is may you be blessed, may you be happy, may you be free. Mm -hmm. How'd that feel? That was wonderful. Okay, good.